hard day on the homestead. Hey, if I told you had access to an expert, a free expert, would you use it? Come with us as we discover an expert source that you might use. It might not be what you think, because it's not me. Come on. I bet you probably thought I was talking about me, didn't you? I'm no expert. I'll be the first to tell you. Yes. No, I'm not. I am not an expert. But ever since we've been homesteading, we've always heard the phrase, check with your extension office. And it was that, that, that I don't know, seemed like not for real free service, free experts, yeah. free scientists. Yeah. But after COVID started, we quickly learned that they are a valuable resource. And it wasn't because of COVID. It was because... Well, I guess it is kind of because of COVID. Because of COVID, they started offering online free Zoom training sessions. Yes. And and that's that's and some one, pretty neat classes too. On everything from ants to to mice to garden plant identification. Yeah, all, all <laughs> kinds of good stuff. And uh, so we actually reached out to our local extension office, mm -hmm. and we asked them if they could do an interview. And so they gave us one of the guys to do an interview with, and we recorded it on Zoom. His his his, his audio is better than mine. I didn't have our microphones hooked up to because we had issues trying to get yeah, ours working and I didn't. So our first interview, I didn't want to mess it up. So the our, our audio is there. You can hear it. I'm just not as good as I normally would like it to be. So come with us as we interview one the regional person for the extension office. Today with us, we have uh, Jim Davis with us from our local county extension office. Now, Barbie and I started homesteading six years ago and we had no gardening homestead experience beforehand because mm -hmm. neither one of us grew up in that environment and we always heard this whole um mythical well contact your local extension office they're a wealth of resources and blah 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 and we got heard that but didn't really pay attention to it so jim could you give us just a few minutes to tell us a little bit about you and what is an extension office and what kind of services do they provide sure absolutely um i'm the multi-county extension director so I'm um, extension director who has two counties, and uh, so I'm not only in Hernando, but in Sumter, and we're part of the University of Florida IFAS, which is Institute of Food and Agricultural Sciences, and the way extension, um, how extension developed, the genesis of it, was actually came a long time ago in 1862, there was called the Land Grant Act, or the Morrill Act, and so through that, Cooperative Extension came into being in 1914 called the Smith and Lieber Act. And this is a combination between land grant universities, um, uh, extension, and uh, the, the United States Department of Agriculture. So it's kind of like a partnership. And on the local level, well, throughout what extension is, is it's a combination of uh, a partnership between the county, the state, and federal. And so it's a, it's a wonderful system and we provide a lot of resources for everyone. And it's funny that you mentioned that you never, you know, a lot of people have never heard of extension before and we're all, you know, we're often called the best kept secret. We really don't like that. So we're glad we're getting the word out because, you know, this is a service that is, is free um, to our residents. And we provide a lot, a lot of people are familiar with the gardening aspect, but there's so much more with extension. Well, absolutely. I mean, you can, you can certainly glean all kinds of, you know, gardening information and pest control information off of YouTube, but our YouTube channel and our podcast is, is specifically 
zone nines A and B, you know, which is central Florida. And well, it could be also other areas too, but and that's one thing we, we really like about the extension offices because the information that you give us is, tu- is tuned to us. Like, for example, I mentioned the Zoom uh, class I attended of yours earlier. What were we talking about? We were talking about, oh, it was talking about rats and mice. And, uh, and you gave me some good ideas. I still have a, still have a rat problem. As a matter of fact, our Jeep's in the shop right now getting $3,000 worth of uh, repairs done. To it. Thank goodness. Uh, some, some, some rat-related, some not rat-related. That's just part mm-hmm. of having a homestead. You know, you have feed, you have animals. You have rats, you know. So, so how does the That's extension right. office get funded? Well, we're funded. We have a, it's, the funding is through the county and UF. And the way it works in my county is that um, is that Hernando County provides a portion, whether it be a salary portion and operational um, funding. So, for example, some of our agents are funded um, to a certain percentage. So for let me give you an example. I'm 20 percent ish funded by Hernando County. So that's what they provide for for that and we have other agents that are 90 10 60 40 and so the county provides a set of funding university provides a set of funding and that uh, that goes towards the salary the operational um, uh, supplies you know um, travel and so on so with extension extension cannot exist in the state of florida without our county without our counties. And we, and we have in Hernando County, we have such a great relationship between our Hernando County government and it's critical and they're extremely supportive. Um, all of our County commissioners uh, are very supportive and we have a wonderful County administrator and deputy County administrator who knows extension, who knows what extension is about and tries to get our services out to our, to our residents. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about the background of a typical person who helps the community? Well, you know, a lot of us, you know, a lot of us are, come from diverse backgrounds, uh, depending on our program area. So as far as our faculty go, uh, for me, I've, um, you know, I've been in 20 plus years in the green industry. So I have a horticulture background major and I'm an entomologist and I'm also uh, dealing with natural resources and agriculture. So it's like a jack of all trades. Um, we have faculty who have a marine science degree. So Brittany Sharp. So Brittany helps with um, uh, the, the fishermen, um, but whether it be scalloping season, manatees, the master naturalist program. And we have agents that have financial backgrounds. So Scott Taylor, a family consumer sciences agent, and this is a this is an area where I really want people to know about because, especially right now with COVID, now's the time to manage your money. And Scott's a free resource, and he's right there at our office, and he has he has a very very uh, impressive background um, as well. And we have Dr. Bill Lester, who's our, our residential horticulture agent, you're probably familiar with, with Bill, and he's all over the place. And Bill has a, he's a, has a doctorate in Doctor of Plant Medicine. And, um, and we have Nancy Morris. And Nancy is our 4-H agent. And so it's, it's funny, some people don't equate extension with 4-H. They know what 4-H, but they've probably never heard of extension. But, you know, 4-H is extension. 
And Nancy has been in Hernando County the longest, and she has a strong 4-H program. And we're very proud of that program because the kids are our future. And so Nancy teaches them everything, ag-related, food science-related, financial. So she incorporates all these disciplines from adult education that we provide into one for our kids. And it really... It really does make a difference with these 4-H kids growing up. Uh, you know, I've I've taught 4-H in my bug camp, and um, it really it really sticks with them, you know, in life. So that's the background of some of our extension faculty, and we also have multi-county agents that um, that work for other counties but come in and help us out. So I have Matt Smith, who's funded by Sumter. He's our sustainable ag and food systems agent. So he helps our growers, such as our hops growers in Hernando. You may not know we have a hops farm in Hernando. Did not know that. <laughs> One of our largest in the state. Wow. And so we have uh, Laura Bennett, who's funded by Pasco. And she comes in and she helps our cattlemen. You know, Florida is still very, very big on cattle. And so ruminants and so on. So we have a very impressive, uh, we have a very impressive faculty and, uh, in, uh, in Sumter, Hernando County. And she was helping us try to find a, um, a uh, squeeze chute for our, yes. our bull. Um, we ended up, the, the, that was it, I came to put the bull on, on the side. I'm, I'm, I was glad to hear you say that about the 4-H about investing in the, the kids for the future because, like I said, obviously our kids were grown by the time we got into gardening and homesteading, but our grandboys, if you watch our YouTube videos, they're all throughout our videos, not, not by design, because they come visit us and they have such a desire for, for hunger to want to learn, especially about plants. And, well, and the oldest one is in agriculture yeah. classes in school. And they so. just, they light up when they, when they plant stuff and they see it grow and they see, you know, the babies come from the goats and stuff. And just, it's a way to connect them that, 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 that disassociates them from the electronics world, you know, and just, it gets, gets them outside and, and just, you know, it does a lot of good things, good stuff for them. So the, the extension office, is it really geared for, the agricultural businesses or is it geared towards the homesteaders or a home gardener? Who, who's your target audience or is it all of the above? I don't know. Target audiences. Um, it ranges homeowners, um, cattlemen, businesses. So it really, it really, it really goes throughout. So, um, we have commercial fishermen, um, we have uh, farmers markets and so on. So our clientele is is anyone who wants to use our service. Really, that's, that, that's good to hear because uh, we certainly need the help. Because after six years of doing gardening, we're just getting to the point where we don't kill most of our plants. <laughs> I actually will be starting the master gardener class with Dr. Lester next Tuesday. So oh, nice! I'm excited about that. Nice, and you know, it's 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 a lot of areas that we also teach, but also um, one of the things that our agents do is provide certifications. So, you know, you have your master, your Florida master gardener certification, which hopefully you'll, you'll go through, which I'm sure you'll do great. We have our Florida master natural certification, but we also have industry certifications. So what Bill does is Bill teaches the green industry's best management practices, GIBMP. And this is a certification that's very important for our, uh, industry in that green industry, because what it is is a it's a certification that they have they have to apply fertilizer on a commercial basis. 
if they don't have that, they can't do business. And the only ones that provide training, one of the ones that provide training is us, is UFI this extension. And we also do uh, pest control license. So a lot of um, uh, people who are, that you see spraying inside, you know, doing pest control for your house or doing pest control in the landscapes or on a commercial basis, uh, we provide training for that and we provide CEUs, continued education units for those individuals. We already know you're a good person because you have a dog. And <laughs> yes. I'm, su- I'm surprised our dog hasn't woke up and started barking at your dog, to be honest with you. We always like people with, yeah, it's dog. You, you know good people when they have a dog. <laughs> so are the extension offices just in Central Florida or is there an office like in every county? You know, and, and that's a great question. And a lot of people ask that. We're very fortunate in the state of Florida to have an extension office in every single county in all 67 counties. Um, that may not ring true for other states. Sometimes you have smaller counties and a much more, you know, a lot of counties. But uh, in Florida, it is in every single county that we have an office. In some cases, we have two offices. Uh, in Sumter, we have a satellite office. So we're very fortunate over there. And so, um, and all of these offices are, a lot of them are centrally located and available, you know, for everyone. And Granted that we do have offices in every county, we also have, um, we teach in other places. We have agents teaching in libraries. We have master gardeners going to your local box stores, right? To, um, to distribute, to, you know, distribute the, the services and stuff like that. But um, it's, you know, one of the interesting thing is also is that with extension, um, extension is not in Florida or not only in Florida, it's throughout the, the nation. So all the land grant universities. So for, for, um, for the people coming down to Florida, if you're from New York, for example, Cornell, top notch land grant university. Okay. And, uh, university of Tennessee, Texas, A&M. Those are all examples of land grant universities that have extension offices around. And one of the things I like to like to, um, point out is that, you know, we're, we're often called extension office, which is, which is great. But in, to really get a good idea of what we do, I like to call our office our campus because this is exactly what we are. We're a campus. We're a satellite from the University of Florida. And so you'll hear me probably saying, you'll hear me going back and forth between extension agents and extension faculty. Well, we're commonly referred to extension agents but we're really faculty. We are faculty from the University of Florida. And, um, and so this is also another great resource. I mean, where, where can you go locally to have a one-on-one consultation with an extension fact with University of Florida faculty providing the latest science and research for you? Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. And, then, and like I said, that's why when I, when I really found what you were doing, and I just latch onto it because I'm one of my addictions is learning. You know, I strive to learn two new things every day in two different subject fields. And it just kind of accumulates after a while. So you did mention that you guys do classes at like big box stores and, and mm-hmm. all stuff. How has COVID or the pandemic effect affected how you deliver classes now? It it's different. <laughs> so it's a different, it's a whole different, a whole different ball game. Um 
And, and, the, and the key thing is that we had to learn to adapt really fast. So it has affected us um, negatively, if you, if you will, but also in a positive way. And I'll explain in a second. So with our in-person classes, yeah, we don't have in-person classes right now. And uh, uh, so that has put a hit on us, especially with our master naturalist program. And, you know, Bill is first in the state to do distance master gardener training, which is perfect timing. But for those counties that don't have that, that's affected them. Um, we're given special permission to go one-on-one -on -one with a site visit. So if I or Matt or I have to go to a farm, uh, we just can't go. We have to ask permission through the University of Florida to get clearance. And, um, and so you know, all of these things have have definitely affected that in some ways, but, um, and it especially hit the 4-H really hard at first. And, and still as with the, with the, with the day camps, um, I hold a bug camp every summer. Unfortunately, I couldn't have it. And, uh, and my bug camps have 30 kids uh, in, the, in Sumter. And we have day camps in Hernando that have been severely affected. Uh, all the homeschool programs that, Nancy and Bill and Brittany have start and Scott they have started in Hernando uh, for parents with homeschool children came to a sudden end. Um, so they had to adapt. So we had to go virtually like we are now. But that's not a bad thing in a sense because our agents have adapted and now we've incorporated we've utilized the technology to provide to get that outreach to our clients and. And right now, it's been uh, surprisingly successful. And for somebody, believe it or not, for you know, it varies. But for some of the classes that we teach now, we actually get, get greater attendance than an in-person class. There's a time for in-person classes for a GIBM, GIBMP training or you know, pest control operator license. That's been severely affected. So we're trying to adapt and how to do that remotely. Because those classes are really, you know, it's really good to have in person. Um, and some of the master gardener classes, you know, propagation, you really have to do that in person. But some of our other classes um, that we do, for example, uh, our wildlife class that we have every Friday, um, you know, we'll have a talk on Florida's lizards. And, you know, we cap out at 100 people within seconds. And it's just amazing the outreach now, we're not only in Hernando, but we're out of county. We're in multiple states now. And now we're reaching other countries. Nice. And so um, we've gone international. So that that was a surprising offset <laughs> from COVID. Um, but we want to, you know, we want to, we definitely want to get back to these in-person classes and trainings. You know, some of the stuff I do, I do guided hikes. And uh, they teach about the natural resources and interpretive walks. And I can't do that now. And I want to, you know, and it's a wellness factor associated with that. So, you know, we want to go back to those in-person classes. But we're being with this new technology, we're not going to, we have something that we, that, that we can utilize more and more that we really want pushed into, you know, in, in the early days. So, some good things, some bad things, but the nice thing about extension is, is extension adapts and it's been very well received, very well received by our 
participants who greatly appreciate the fact that we're providing this distance education for free and why they're at home on quarantine, they can learn. Like you said, you want to learn two new things. And so they're learning and that's, and that's healthy for a person, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, so that's, that's the, that's the good thing about what, what's happened during this time. As a, as a fellow instructor, you know, my, my day job, because I'm not a content creator eight to five. That's my side hustle. But my, my, my real job is I'm an instructor. I, I used to, until COVID, I've traveled around the United States teaching people how to install copper and fiber optic systems. And, and most people I teach were technicians. They are hands-on. They're tactile learners. They are hands-on mm-hmm. people. So that's, that's, right. one of the, that's one of the challenges that we have as well, too, is the whole virtual thing. You know, it, does, it does help for as far as you know, reducing costs. Um, but I, on your side, though, I could definitely see it, and a huge benefit there. Um, when you do the online classes and stuff, are they recorded and then put on a service like YouTube or something? They are, and we do record them. We put them on YouTube, and we'll put some some of the agents put them on there um, for a long time. Some agents will pull them off, you know, and, and update them and give another presentation later on. But they we do have those recorded. Uh, some like Bill will put his on Canvas. Um, and, um, you know, they do Facebook live too, that they do, that they go out. And so, um, a lot of, you know, a lot of good resources for people to, to go through. Besides training, um, what other types of services does it such office provide to the community? Oh, geez. Well, um, training diagnostics. So, this is another area where y'all are familiar with being gardeners, but a lot of people still don't know that we can do in-house diagnostics in our office. You know, and this is something we can't do remotely in most cases. So in, in person, we, in our office, we have a lab and we have people bringing in samples. So one of the, um, one of the most common diseases found in Hernando for turf is, is um, take all root rot. And so a person can take that turf sample into the extension office and we can diagnose that on the spot. We just look at, look through it through a microscope or sometimes we have to plate it out and slide it out. I put it on a slide and check for take all. And that's a free service. So if you were to send that to a lab, that would cost you anywhere between 45 to $75 plus for each sample. And so the diagnostics are key. That's for homeowners. That's one, one example, insects, um, termites. People bring in termites. Is a termite or an ant? That's very critical to know based on the control. For growers, um, timing is critical. For homeowners, sometimes you can wait right, a week or two. Not with growers. Growers need that answer immediately. And that's what our agents will do. So our agents will go out to that site, collect that sample, or our growers will bring in that sample, and we'll get we'll try to get that sample and diagnose it immediately so they can resolve it because time is money and something can happen very, very quickly. So that's one of the most important things as well. And that includes lure with the livestock, you know, if their animal's sick, uh, if they need to improve their pasture. Um, soil samples and soil samples is something that's that's um, 
that's definitely needed, whether it be a homeowner or for a grower, because you want to make sure you start from the ground up, because if you don't, you can have a failing crop or failing uh, or failing plant. So, and again, with Scott's um, financial services, you can contact Scott and he can help you with your tax returns or, you know, any financial advice. You can have a one-on-one via Zoom like we are now, or if you want to do it in person, um, that can happen right now at the extension office. So um, those are just a few of the, uh, a few of the services that extension provides. It's, it's funny you, you mentioned the livestock thing. We just, so we have Nigerian dwarf goats. Mm-hmm. One of our goats, our, our baby, she was actually born on the private. She's two now, but we bred her this year, and she was actually due to deliver tomorrow. tomorrow. But last weekend, she had a stillborn, and, and her chest was all swollen. Her legs were swollen. So we called the travel vet, and he came out, and he, he said, I don't know. He's baffled. He's baffled. It he could be a snake bite. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. She got a cut and they got infected or she's got some kind of infection. Yeah. Going on, but. So we need, maybe we need to reach out to our local <laughs> livestock agent and uh, see if they come across it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, when the animal's sick, you definitely want to contact that vet. Yeah, oh yeah. You want to contact that vet first, but you know, the areas where Laura can help is like, let's say if you have a person who's come down and, and has some horses and uh, maybe their horses are becoming lethargic and so Laura could go out as a livestock agent. What, what could that horse be eating something it shouldn't be eating? Right. You know, could there be some Carolina jessamine out there? Could be some creeping indigo uh, that can be really harmful for horses. So a lot of people don't know whenever they get animals as hobbyists, um, there's a lot of poisonous plants out there. <laughs> and so, you know, if you have livestock, you can call Laura and Laura can probably either talk to you on the phone or she likes to do site visits and she'll come out and can look at your, can evaluate that pasture and tell you if you have any uh, poisonous plants out there and how to properly take care of them. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be reaching out to her after we get <laughs> off this call. I'll see you She's her. awesome. She's a wonderful agent. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we got into this whole homesteading thing, like I said, about six years ago. And neither one of us had any kind of experience. Um, so I'm just kind of curious now with all this quarantining and COVID stuff. And have you guys seen an increase in interest in gardening and homesteading? Definitely. <laughs> yes. Um, especially early on. A lot of interest in vegetable gardening. Um, you know, builded hydroponics, which was crazy amount of people who were attending that. Um, so that's definitely on the increase. Um, so yeah, people want to compost, make their own compost. Um, so we're definitely seeing an increase during that COVID of people want to, you know, either want to go out in the yard and exercise and do something, or people want to go out there and and have their own food supply and learn how to grow vegetables and hydro, you know, for themselves. And, you know, really a great way to do that is the hydroponics. So, you know, if, you know, for the listeners, if in any extension office in your county, a lot of them provide hydroponics training. Highly recommend it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's funny you mentioned that because we didn't really become good at gardening until we learned how to grow dirt first. How <laughs> <laughs> to learn to compost. Because Florida's, our soil, especially where we live, because we're on the very eastern edge of the county, almost into Pasco County. 
and our soils real nasty it's sandy compacted and and we didn't realize that that was an issue until we started composting and getting horse manure from other sources and stuff and started growing on dirt and stuff and boom now we're doing so much better now and we do That's right. we do hydroponics we do the cracking method and we also do aquaponics so we, we kind of dabble in a little bit of everything. <laughs> That's awesome. It's great. And, you know, we have an aquaponics uh, system that we started pre-COVID that uh, Brittany had started out there with one of our, several of our volunteers. But, you know, right, everything starts from the ground up. And, you know, when I was at UF, uh, my, uh, whenever you took a soil a science test, uh, one of the first things I remember my professor saying is that you don't call it dirt. You fail if you call it dirt. It's soil. It's right. <laughs> I, I tell that to people all the time. <laughs> soil. It's not dirt. And it's a living thing. And you have to think of it as a living thing. And, uh, and you're exactly right. You improve that soil and, you know, everything's going to be so much better. You may not even use, have to use as many fertilizers right. um, as you would with an area that has not been composted or amended. Yeah, we actually tend to tend to stay away from commercial grade fertilizers. Now that you know, anything's a fertilizer. I mean, we we use uh, fish emulsion from the aquaponics. That's a fertilizer, but it's yeah, it's it's natural. So we try to grow it's all great. of our own stuff, and that way we know where it came from because we know we're eating it. And and we, you know, we have chickens and other stuff, and people the, the whole misconception is, well, wait a minute. So you get free eggs. Well, no, we got to buy the feed. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Got to take care of them. And you got to you home- can't stick them out. Mm-hmm. Right. And being new homesteaders, uh, our first set of chickens, one of them got sick and we went to the vet and spent $80 for him to tell us this chicken had bumblefoot. Yeah. And you, you for those who don't know, you can buy a chicken, a, full, a pullet for 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but we were new and we didn't know any better. But now we know, I look at it this way. And we know it, how to treat it. It was It's an $80 <laughs> investment on how to treat bumblefoot, right? So it's mm-hmm. on how, how you look at things. It really is. So is there anything that um, that maybe we didn't cover that you want to get out to the people that to help bring enlightenment to the extension office and the great work that you guys do? Really, you know, I just want people to reach out to us. And I'm glad you all are giving us this opportunity um, like I said, it, we have a lot of services available to everyone. Just give us a call. Um, shoot us an email. Um, come visit us. And it's our office. Our offices are, are open, you know. And so you can call us, schedule appointment, and utilize these services. This is what we're here for. You know, this is what your tax dollars pay for. Yep. So, uh, so take advantage of it. I just wish that we had taken advantage of it way earlier in our gardening. A lot of people say that. <laughs> we, might have been, we might have been a lot further along. It's funny because when my kids come up, they look at our stuff and they think we're, they, they think we're master gardeners now, but we don't, we don't even consider ourselves master gardeners. We're just, you know, because we look at stuff and we're doing better. what not to do. Yeah, I tell people all the time when I talk about my YouTube channel, if you want to learn how not to grow vegetables, how not to do homesteading, <laughs> Watch my channel and you'll see all the mistakes. <laughs> well, Bill's going to teach y'all how to be an expert. So you're, you're on your way. <laughs> and, and I've known about the University of Florida resources because I, I look up plant information and pest information, plants yes. and all that all the time. But it wasn't until COVID hit that we really found out about the extension office. So this is an amazing yes. resource that y'all have for the community. And thank you so uh, much. Uh, 
Absolutely. A lot of resources from the University of Florida IFAS. So just give us a call. We have a lot of great information out there. And, you know, one of the things that I, I really want to emphasize is that there's a lot of stuff out there for, for people to, to go on, to look at. But the, the difference from us is that we provide the latest science research-based information that, that you want to use. One of, the, so, one, of the things I, one of the things I learned about, you know, when I got my college degree, <laughs> evaluate your, your source that you're referencing from. Yes. You know, That's is, right. it, is it some guy who just started a YouTube channel the other day and he had to go through four generations of filtration systems for his duck aquaponics system? Or is it somebody <laughs> who knows the latest, greatest technique, <laughs> right? And it's, it's all about knowing your source. And that's why. I, and just because grandpa did it that way doesn't mean it's right. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> so exactly what is right. what is your website and what's your phone number? We just go to uh, the Hernando County Solutions for Your Life website. You can just find us on Google. Just push on Hernando County, some, uh, Hernando County Extension University of Florida. You'll find our website. Um, you can put in um, uh, UFIFAS blogs to see some of our blogs out there that are that are current and being pushed out. So uh, just uh, just uh, go online. Google uh, University of Florida IFAS Extension in your local county, and you'll be able to find us. And for those of you not know, IFAS is I-F-A-S, right? I-F-A-S, Institute of Food and Agricultural Sciences. Gotcha. Yep. Well, we appreciate your time, and, uh, and uh, maybe uh, one day have you come out when we, when we feel a little bit better about our <laughs> property and stuff, have you come out and just kind of do a walk around <laughs> what we got going on at it. Anytime, you know, anytime. We always like to, you know, hopefully the time will come back when we can do uh, client visits. And uh, so we always like to do that. Site visits are, you know, are still a very important part of extension. The next time you have a question about your garden or one of your animals, make sure you check out your local extension office. They're a wealth of knowledge. Until next time. Live your own story. <laughs>